Hello, everyone. It's Jerry at the Fledge, and welcome to season two, episode 29. And today we have our good friend Audra from Junk in the Trunk. How are you doing today, Audra? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I, I had a little incident this morning with a cute, adorable little kitten who grabbed my face and attacked me, and now I got this big lump in my mouth. So, excuse me if I'm talking a little sideways today, but. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about recycling, upcycling, junk in the trunk and what you do there, how you got there, and the importance of supporting our community, small businesses and our neighbors. So uh, you want to jump into that? All right. Yeah. Um, so tell us what junk in the trunk is, first of all. Um, junk in the trunk is a business I created after being laid off from um, a nonprofit. I I started it to um, help keep things out of landfills. I, a lot of people were, were offering to give me things. Um, and, oh man, my screw up. No, it's okay. It's, uh, I'm sorry. So first of all, how'd you get started with Junk in the Trunk? You had a job before, you were doing community outreach. Um, tell us about that a little bit, what that transition was like. Um, I just, I had a lot of people reaching out to, to give me things for the outreach group, um, for people that had lost their homes, um, and, and we were helping them get into a new home, um, through a section eight program and they were in need of stuff. They had like no items at all to move into their new home. So I was, I had people giving me things and I was collecting things and then it was probably six months had gone by and I was laid off. And then the same people are still like, Hey, I have this couch, I have a table. And that's kind of how junk in the trunk started. I mean, people just started giving me stuff or saying, I have all this stuff, you know? And I said, well, I don't have the, the people to give it to anymore at the time, but you know, I don't have a job right now, so I could resell it. So I, I started to um, resell things and I was picking things up for free at first and people were bringing me things. And then it turned into a business from a small amount of stuff to doing full houses. Yeah. Or people were, it looked like people were just walking away from a full house. So maybe like uh, it could be a hoarder too. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have oh, yeah. that as well. But somebody walks away from their house. Maybe they were a renter. There's a lot of things in the house there. And the owner calls you. Is that? Yep. Yeah. Be the owner. Sometimes even the renter that they have to get rid of it quickly um, or they're going to be fined or, or have to have have to sign another lease. So it, it, it's come. Our clientele is pretty wide. Realtors. Um, yeah. And so you get this stuff and then do you have a store? Do you, is it a physical store? Is it an online store? What, how does it work? How do you get, how do you deliver it to people? Um, yeah. Um, it's, well, if you're in need, you can reach out to us and you can come pick up stuff. Um, occasionally we can, we can deliver it. Like when we do 31 days of giving, we, we deliver all those. We'll do, we'll take them to all the different organizations just so we can kind of meet everybody. Um, but you can reach out. Um, if you're, you're looking to buy things from us, 
Um, we do have a warehouse and we have a warehouse sale. We try to have monthly right now. We're not doing it monthly to kind of set up a little bit better. And you can set up an appointment as well. We sell a lot on Facebook and we even sell like on smaller platforms like Macari. I guess mm. it's not small, but Macari and eBay. Yeah. And so the, for part of the, when you sell stuff, you are making revenue for your company. I mean, at the end of the day, you are running a business, right? Right. Yeah. And do you also, but you talked about your 31 days of giving. Is that always in December? We've done it for two years and it's been in December, but I am going to do like a smaller version here in May where we're going to do 15 days of giving to okay. kind of clear out some more stuff and just kind of keep the giving going. <laughs> Tell us about some of the people or some of the companies that you gave to. Um, some of like the small, small businesses. Like the Fledge, you gave us stuff. Oh, we yeah. were one of the days. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. There was, um, we did... Oh, geez, there's so many. I didn't say oh, I was like, going to ask this question. <laughs> Volunteers of America. Uh, there was um, Crystal Ray, um, the, the Fledge. Um, we did um, High Caliber. We gave them a bunch of glass. Um, oh, geez, there's... You gave High Caliber? Yeah. Because yeah. everyone else you had listed that is kind of a nonprofit and a social entrepreneur. Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, High Caliber is interesting. They're great friends of us, and we love them to death. Uh, you gave them glass, like yeah. for their smash room? Yeah, yeah, oh, for their nice. smash room, yeah. Because okay. sometimes glasses sit forever, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, they can use them. And, and it was really cool, actually, when we went there. Like, there's a guy who does all kinds of art with with the, the stuff that people bring, and then they smash it. Yeah. So that was cool to see, too. Yeah. And oh gosh, there's there's a there was a couple other businesses that we did. I put you on the spot. Now you made oh, no, a no, list okay. and you forgot people. <laughs> and I, I put you in a bad spot. I'm sorry about that. Um, what what motivates you? I mean, I think it's a few different things, but let's let's delve into that. Um. Well, I, I enjoy giving back to the community. I also like to. Well, I want to like leave. I want. I wanted to have a business that I, I could make money at, but also be able to like leave the world better than yeah. I came to it. I guess you know, found it. Found it yeah. yeah, and and I just I want a business I can do good at as well. And this is junk in the trunk is a way I can do that because I can I can help small businesses by buying their gift cards to give away when we reach milestones. We can we're repurposing different weird items we're recycling and continuing to find more programs to recycle yeah. and then we're able to donate to a lot of different organizations yeah they uh what do they say recycle reuse what's that uh reduce always, reduce yeah um so you say recycling a lot but it's also reuse and reducing and i really love the reducing angle of what you do because tell me tell me about um if somebody buys something from you versus ordering it new from an online store or a big chain how does that impact our community well it's it's putting money in back into the community and and we're a business that 
well, one, they're helping support our business. But besides that, I mean, we're that money is going to then go into other programs that we're we're trying to support or we're, you know, buying other gift certificates for other local businesses. So it's kind of if you're supporting us, then we're supporting the community. And it's a good circle there. Good circle of love. (laughs) It is a circle of love and we feel it and we appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to get on, I'm I'm bouncing around a little bit, but you um, won MidMichigan's Social Entrepreneur of the Year. Uh, Tell us about that experience. You know that I, I, it's, it's, it's weird because I was told by honestly so many people that I wouldn't win. Really? Yeah, a Who lot told of people. You that? Quite a few people in, in like networking groups and things, and and so I almost didn't turn it in. You know, probably I worked on it for a while, and then two days before, I was like, I'm just gonna do it. Just I'm just gonna, you know, at least gonna help me, you know, with writing and all that. Might as yeah. well just turn it in. And then when I found out I won, I was like, no way. I'm being punked. I'm being pranked or something. And, and it was probably one of the most, like, because the people doubted me or, or people did yeah. doubt me, it was, like, one of the most powerful things winning that. It felt amazing. What what do you think about people doubting you now? I mean, did that teach you a lesson about how crowds can be wrong? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it, made, it taught me to believe in myself that, right. you know, we're, we're doing good things and, and people are starting to see it. That's advice for everyone. Believe in yourself. <laughs> uh, not everyone wants your dream to come true, but you do. And make sure you remember that you're your biggest fan. Yeah. Did you, you say that? Yeah. You need to you need to remember that. And and there's always gonna be people that are gonna doubt you and you have to you have to believe in yourself or what's the yeah. point? I mean Well, congratulations on thank winning you. that. I think that, you know, do you uh what do I wanna say? Do you ever get any backlash where, you know, your people are donating things to you, but they're not? And I want to talk about that part of it. And then you're reselling it. Do people ever come at you sideways because of that? Um, occasionally they do. And and it would be when, when they want their own price. If, if, say, I have something listed for maybe $50 or something. And, you know, and it's never going to be retail if, if we have a list over fifty dollars it's it's worth 150 or something you know mm-hmm. we want it to be fair for people but they'll come in and they'll say well i have ten dollars i'll give you ten dollars this was free to you and actually it wasn't free because we had That's to right. spend right. 18 hours cleaning out this entire house and yeah. worked overnight and there's only two people <laughs> see what i from an entrepreneurial perspective what i love about your business is your providing a service on both ends. So you're helping someone clean out a house. I mean, there's one just two doors down right now and he's got a big uh, trash thing. He's probably throwing usable things into that trash and he's spending a lot of time and work doing that where you might come in and charge them something to clean that out, but it's because it's worth it, right? What What's the... I, what's the question I'm looking for? What's your value proposition throughout the whole process? Well, one, we make it more affordable for people that like couldn't afford the service of, uh, 
I, I guess a, a full service, like other companies might charge just like $150 just to even show up. Yeah. And if we come out there and like, well, there, even if there's recycling, that is, that's cheaper than trash. Like we're going to go through everything and like get all the recycling out. And I have all these programs that, that I can recycle a lot of weird stuff for free. I mean, I just have to ship it and I get the free shipping label through the program. So getting all that stuff out like that doesn't cost me anything but my time so i can give them a discount for that so when i think about recycling or i think people think about it they'll often think about the cardboard the glass the plastic that they put in their green container and put it out on the curb i think you're talking about something bigger and different than that right yeah we can recycle shoes we can recycle shaving razors uh balloons um toys oh i mean i think we're we're up to like 60 odd items that we can recycle now what do you what about electronics oh yeah yeah for sure electronics yeah. we can we can recycle those that's probably one of our favorite ones because we can go right to pad nose easy because that, that's always tough on people, right? Because it's hard to sometimes get rid of. What about a tube TV? Oh, God. <laughs> tube TVs, those, those, we do take them apart because there's a big roll of copper in the back, but yeah. the, the tube actually costs us money to get to dispose of. So those usually cost like about $24. So those are kind of expensive. Yeah. I mean, I consider that expensive. They they get dumped on us from time to time. Oh, and I gosh. just say 25, 50, 75, there's a hundred dollars we're gonna have to pay to get rid of this. Yeah. So, and those tubes have uh chromium or something like that in them. So if they burst, it is very, very bad for the person that they break in front of. So oh, you, yeah. I'm sure you're really careful when you're handling those. Yeah. Yeah, uh, TVs are my nightmare. <laughs> we had a dream that we were going to make uh, desktop particle accelerators because it's actually, that tube um, is actually an, an electron ray, and oh. it, or an electron. You could almost think of it like a gun, but then we thought we're going to kill ourselves if we do that, <laughs> so we better not. Uh, what what's the what's the weirdest thing you've found recycled whatever that came into your process uh well <laughs> and weird's relative sorry well, it, well okay so weird well i don't know if i told you about the the the, the mummified cat before but one of the one of the houses that we did one of the first quarter houses that we did there was a we, we thought it was a towel and it ended up being a mummified cat that had been underneath a pile of stuff so i mean that was that was weird and kind of gross um uh, <laughs> actually a little interesting too to just to, to see yeah. it um and then one of the coolest things that we that we found is this cane from the 1800s that has uh we're, we're still researching it but it has a gold end of it i'll have to send you a picture of it okay and, and it uh, has gold at the end, and it's inscribed to a church in New York, one of the first churches in New York. And we're emailing back and forth to the church to try to uh, get more information on it, uh, kind of see what it's worth. And, and, it's, not, and it's not something, it, it's, this was a cleanup we did for a woman who, um, we did it for free. She had three storage units, and she has since passed with no family. So it's mm -hmm. not like something that we're like, 
you know, took from them or anything. Cause something like that normally we'd probably give back, but yeah. cause it's so cool, but um, there's no one to contact mm-hmm. too, but that that's probably the coolest thing. And it's, I, I'm waiting to find the history on that. It's, when oldest you, when you say uh storage units that kind of brings a lot of thoughts into my head about you know storage units can be very helpful for people but they can be very predatory on people right if you mm-hmm. get kicked out of your house and you've got memorabilia that you want to save or even your furniture your bed your clothes uh you put it in storage and then two months later you can't afford the payments uh what i don't know what's your thoughts on storage units and that whole process um luckily we've, we we haven't ever done done one where someone is going to lose a storage unit the ones that we've taken part in was a hoarder situation okay. where she just continued to fill stuff and fill stuff and then gotten sick where she couldn't handle it anymore um but that situation is quite sad um i feel like if you got into the situation where it was being taken from somebody you'd take it and give it to them (laughs) oh definitely like definitely the stuff that uh they wanted back i mean you know if there is like personal stuff i mean we we've tried to give pictures back we've like personal documents. I always like try to save those for people. I mean, um, if, if someone reached out and said, Oh my gosh, I forgot that there's this, I don't know, uh, war pin. Can you find that? We will find it. I, uh, I go through the clothes sometimes to see if, you know, what the, what's in the pockets and that. And I found keys and pictures <laughs> and money and all kinds of stuff that I've just put in a pile, hoping that they kind of remember. But sometimes people dump on our porch. I don't think you have a, del- like, I can't deliver stuff to you. We're not going to say where you're at because I don't want you to go through <laughs> dumping hell with us. Um, so you don't have a place like people can come and drop off do you? they can or, schedule an appointment okay. and they can drop off recycling but it is starting to get a little crazy where like they're shoving other stuff in there that they're not supposed to like pillows no pillows people okay. what's the problem with pillows <laughs> well i just um they're hard they're like for hygiene reasons like i it, it's hard to repurpose or i mean you know we yeah. can make like dog beds or something like that but it's kind of it's, it's kind of hard to Redo. I'm going to use the word gross. <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it, my pillow's like even, gross. I know that for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe the humane society takes them, but I'm, I'm not positive about that. So yeah. I wouldn't want to take those. I wouldn't know where to, to donate them or how to really get rid of them besides throwing them away. And I, I'm, my goal is to try not to throw things away. So, um, what, what do you think is the when when you look at recycling or let's talk about upcycling a little bit how do you upcycle or how do you help other people upcycle and what is upcycling because everyone might not know well to take one or take a few different items that might have no use or you want to get rid of and and you put those items together and you make something creative out of it whether it be art or something useful um right now um i'm (laughs) taking this 
doll that you I've we've tried to sell it for a while. We tried to give it away. It's it. There's a set of three of them, and the their heads are really big and we're, <laughs> we're taking them, we're turning them into um, like the horror characters that my son is really interested in. So like Sam from uh, Trick or Treat where yeah. we're, um, cause the head's too big to really do anything else. So this doll where um, it's a caroler doll from um, used to be in the Meridian mall and we're going to re change her up and make them into Halloween characters and my son's gonna love it <laughs> it sounds awesome and a little bit scary because dolls yeah. are scary <laughs> these ones are for sure <laughs> we uh we have a free store downstairs and we have a lot of clothes there and people bring us i mean we have to say no to like i don't need swimsuits right now i need coats you brought us coats today thank you very much oh you're for welcome that. but we get so many clothes it really exasperates to me the problem with fast fashion so everyone's we, we get these clothes we go through them we don't want them they've been in our closet we've never used them a lot of people will scoop them up and just throw them away so then they go in the landfill or they'll dump them somewhere right and even the people that get dumped on the voa uh people places like the fledge uh what, who am I forgetting? The Salvation Army. And you see these collection centers where they're just jammed full of stuff. And a lot of it might be junk um, to play on your, your words. What, what imp so in the fashion industry, if we're giving away clothes, we're slowing that down, which means we're not shipping our dollars away. What are some other things that you're having an impact in slowing down that industry maybe a little bit? Um, you mean like, like, what are the big things you get? Do you get a lot of furniture? Do you oh, get a lot of, um, like, well, okay. Um, things that, that are hard to get rid of. Mm -hmm. I mean, like entertainment centers, although I, I am trying to, and this year I'm going to try to redo more stuff than, than, you know, try to give them away and, and we can't give them away. So I'm having to break them up and put them in the trash or if they're not, uh, if they're all wood or some real wood, you know, maybe we can burn them. But I, the problem I am, is they're not real wood. Oh, in right, most cases, yeah. Mo right, right. Most cases they're not because if they're real wood, then someone does want them. And then the screw broke through the cheap wood. And yeah, yeah. You can't repair it. <laughs> I know it's a nightmare. Uh, what What do you think? Uh, how does when you uh, are helping on both sides there? How, what, what's your vision? What's junk in the trunk look like in 10 years from now? Well, there's a few things that I, I, I would, I would love to do. One, I would just like to have like a separate nonprofit mm -hmm. and I'd like to have just, well, we first have kind of envisioned having like a storage unit or something where like other, like you guys could have a key to it or something and take whatever you want, whenever you want. I, I would ideally like to leave it open and anyone, but then, you know, there's right. damage, you know, someone could damage it or live in it or something, you know, yeah. I think from our perspective or what we would see is people would start dumping in front oh, of it and stuff. Yeah. Like that, too. that was something that, yeah, I, I was worried about, but I, I would like to have even like one of these, you know, houses that are abandoned or something, you know, it could be just a free, but there's, there's issues that could be, but I would, I would like to have, 
just so the community has access to the items that we get thousands of that I, I you know, VOA doesn't want because they already have two shelves worth of glass and, yeah. but other people could use it, but it might be difficult for them to get to it. Mm -hmm. So you and I, we were talking before the show and I was saying how we're trying to kind of destigmatize free and slow down the fashion industry, really in particular with our clothes. And you were talking about on the flip side of that, you have wealthy people who come and get things that somebody else might need. And you know, they're just going to try to flip it and make 50 bucks off from it. What, where's the strength in our difference there? Well, I, I do want things to be, I do want things to be used, but, and not, and not sit on my shelf and, and take up space. And so, you know, I struggle with, with the people coming, the people of wealth coming to get, mm -hmm. come and take everything new with the tags on the shelves and leave all the not so great stuff. I mean, not that it's not so great, but it's used or little more out of fashion right now and leave all that stuff or the summer stuff right now, yeah. you know, for the people that are an actual need. And, and sometimes it's kind of frustrating. Like, do I, do I bring this up? But I don't want to chase away my following, but also I want stuff to go to people that really need it. Like the people that are starting over or someone who's had a house fire. Like I want that clothes to go to people right. that can't afford clothes. And it's kind of a struggle. It's very difficult, right? Yeah. I mean, in part, you don't want to push people away by saying, show me your paycheck and show me <laughs> yeah. your address and all of that. But also you want, we've got to keep things moving. Uh, yeah. Cause if they get stale and it, I mean, it just leads to problems. The flow is what you need, right? Yes. So do you have a, do you have a mission statement? And I don't mean to ask you something <laughs> so formally. And what I'm really trying to detangle a little bit is we talk about the words recycling, upcycling, helping our community. What is it the environment? Is it the economy? Is it the strength and health of our community? What's the thing that you're really after? Well, I say, I think our mission statement would probably be we give your, we give your stuff a second life or something maybe that kind of for maybe more professionally. Yeah. But We're, we don't talk like that. But <laughs> I, I guess maybe the environment and community, but um, I, I think they probably are equally balanced the same. I, I want to make a difference where I can help people recycle. It's easier to recycle for them or to teach them other ways that recycling isn't a burden. And it's actually like if you, it could, make your trash costs cheaper actually because right. there's so many recycling programs out there that are free and Aaron and I actually last night because we had so much recycling um that we can just take down the street and then we, we our dumpster gets picked up on Friday morning we're like struggling to fill that up and that's a good problem <laughs> Never to have don't fill your dumpster <laughs> if you own a building fill your dumpster no matter what um do you uh Recycling. So the green containers, people put stuff in them. Sometimes I see trash bags in them. Do you know much about the history of that, the, the city of Lansing's program? And do you believe that that stuff gets recycled? Um, well, 
I, 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 I struggle with that too, because, you know, being, okay, I went to Lansing schools, like just up until fifth grade. And there was, I, I remember that we were, there were all the bins and we were recycling and, and um, then at one time uh, I found, we found out that uh, the, the, everything was getting thrown away, mm-hmm. even the paper. And it was kind of like, they taught us and trained us all those kids to do this and it was getting thrown away. So I do have some concern that it's not all being recycled properly, but also I know that people make money off recycling. So people want to make money off the recycling. So there's that aspect that if they can make money, if they can make money, they're going to do it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) There's a, uh, there's a bill or there's a, ordinance in Lansing. I think it's called the Pat Lenderman Fair Recycling or something like that. And he's our county drain commissioner. I got to get him on the show and maybe have you ever talked to him? No, actually I haven't. He started the recycling program in Lansing and he has some very uh, insightful opinions about it. Keep reusing, keep recycling, keep upcycling. Uh, and what was the other? Reducing. Reduce. Reducing. Yeah. Quit buying so much. Stuff. <laughs> uh, so are you effective at doing what you're doing and how do you know? And I, I'm asking you this question because I know that you are. Um, sometimes it's a struggle <laughs> knowing whether we're, we're effective or not, because I mean, we're sometimes we come in, we'll, we'll donate like, OK, with 31 days of giving, we donated a ton of stuff, but one, we could have donated more, but we couldn't get to it all because we have so much stuff and I couldn't find everything. And then two, um, there was, uh, it it barely made an impact on all the stuff that we did donate. Like we still have so much stuff. And while we are getting rid of a bunch of stuff, it just comes back. So sometimes like, I know that we are, I did have the numbers for some article that we did, but uh, like on how much stuff we had, like moved um, with the yeah. square footage space we had, but and I don't know those numbers right now off the top of my head, but it just comes back. So it's like, are, are we making an impact? We are, but it's hard to see it. What if we jump to the other side and the single mother that you helped or the family that's getting evicted or just, you know, needed a bunch of stuff because of a fire, you, you must have wonderful stories there. Yeah, 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 we do. And and that that part feels good. But I, I just I wish that I wish that we could do more of that. I mean, I I, I feel like that uh, a lot of a lot of people that are, are coming to us are, are, are people that I hate even saying this are people that don't really need it. I yeah. mean, I want to I want to help people that the people that you mentioned and we do help those people, but they don't come to us enough. And I don't know if it's because they're not, they they're nervous to, or I don't know. They just don't reach out. Like I wish they would. That's a great, great lead in to how I want to kind of wrap up the show. And that is what, what action could people that are watching take? And maybe they have a room full of stuff that they really want to get rid of, but they haven't yet. Maybe they need something. What, what can you recommend that we do to help the environment and help our community at the same time? What's a small suggestion maybe for each of us? Well, um, let's see, oh, a few small suggestions. Um, well, 
instead of buying buying more stuff, I mean, buy secondhand. Um, give um, before throwing those things away. Give to or offer free on a free cycle. Join a free cycle page. Um, give free to or offer free on on um, Facebook. Um, help help a neighbor out. Um, just you know, this is something I'm struggling with myself, but. <laughs> Uh, just think about what other people might be going through and try to be as kind as possible. Yeah. Um, Empathy and compassion always wins. Yeah. Well, love wins, but it comes from those two things. I am always shocked. Like I, I'm thinking about putting something in the trash can and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to set this on the curb for the day and see what happens. And almost all of the time, it's gone. Either somebody needs it or they see the value in the scrap or whatever. And it's easy for us here because, I mean, we're in a fairly poor neighborhood. So if someone comes and scraps something, they're going to use the money for rent or they're going to use it for a car payment or whatever. Um, a little different than I think what you're talking about. Uh, what, what do you think? Uh, do you think people realize how much value they have just sitting around and how much they could help. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think that, I don't think they realize it or, well, I mean, even just your, your suggestion of setting on the curb, like that's beneficial. Cause that's somebody is going, it's not going to end up in the trash if somebody can use it. Right. And that's, that's great. Um, I, I, sometimes I think when someone is struggling, I've, I've like offered or I've, I've said, you know, well, do you have anything you don't need anymore? Could you list that or have a friend list that for you like on Facebook? Because that's money, you know, that's you, your stuff is money. And I, I'm, that's one thing I'm trying to do is like, I'm trying to tell people that stuff can stuff. You can use stuff in other ways. Like, you know, we did yeah. that charity auction. Mm -hmm. We took stuff, sold it, and then we we're do donated the money. There's things that you can, you can, your stuff is money. Get creative. <laughs> yes. So how how do people reach out to you? How do you, they interact with you? Websites and um, yeah, we have um, you can contact us through our website. Um, you can um, Facebook. I have Facebook on my phone, so I'm I reach out or I can respond pretty quickly that way. What's you your know? website? Let's tell the uh, listeners. Facebook or <laughs> um. It's uh, junkinthetrunkcleanouts.com. All right. And Facebook? Um, just junk in the trunk. I, junk in the trunk uh, cleanout slash finders, I think. And we will be posting these links um, during you. the show tomorrow. <laughs> and so what would you like to take us out with? What's the last thing here? Um. Well, I, I appreciate you having me on here. Um, I oh, one thing um, we're we're looking we're I think we're maybe five hundred likes away from reaching our goal to do a new community project. Like we want to. Last time we cleaned the rivers and uh, well cleaned cleaned a river, Grand River, um, over by Wakusa. So like we're looking for a new place to like either clean up or. I don't know. Help us out with that. All right. Um, so get to your Facebook page yeah, and yeah. like something. 
Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll put that in the comments as well. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Without great guests, I don't really have a show. And congratulations again for being Social Entrepreneur of the Year. Um, I'm envious. I think it's a beautiful thing. Well, congratulations so. to you for the uh, City Pulse Award. Gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Love you very much. Another great person and a great company uh, doing great things to strengthen our community and take care of each other. So love y'all and we will see you tomorrow. Thank, Thank you. you.